0: Hello and welcome back to Between the Notes, a motif music podcast recorded at the Parlor in Providence, Rhode Island. Today we are sitting down with local band, 21 Grams More. We want to thank the Parlor for hosting as well as our other sponsors, R1 Entertainment and the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden. We'll get started today by enjoying a performance from our guests before we sit down with them to discuss their experiences with the local music scene. So sit back, turn up the volume and enjoy the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I still Thank don't have any sound on my, my monitor. Sorry. I still can't hear myself. Yep. I'm going to turn myself down. Get me to a better volume so I can have some flexible. Cause probably because I'm competing with the guitar a little too. Can't hear Alright, thanks. Hopefully, this isn't still live streaming, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah? Still? Yeah, we're live, guys. Oh, wow. Great. Nice and professional. It's a master class. (laughs)
1: 21 grams more. Right now, Steve's gonna do one of his songs for you. I'm gonna sit this one out.
0: All right, if you can bring up that vocal a little bit. All right, this one's called Paid My Dues. Thank you. That's paid my dues. Yes, you have. Oh yeah, I sure have. All right, Kamal's back. All right, go.
2: One more for you. Little I'll more a dr- little more drummer vocal if possible.
1: One more for you. This Bob Dylan thing.
3: Action! man
4: I guess just to start it off, we'll, I'll ask some simple questions. Uh, would you guys mind introducing yourselves to the audience in case they don't know who you are?
1: Uh, I'm Kamal. I'm the lead singer.
5: Jeff, lead guitar.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> Kamal, the lead singer. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Jeff, guitars.
1: I'm Brent, the bass player.
5: Steve Savoy, keys. Chris Codinelli,
2: drums.
1: Mike's in usually. You know, used to hold in my face. <laughs>
2: Well,
4: it's nice to meet you guys. And um, how long? How long have you guys been a band?
1: About uh, three years, two and a half years, three years. Um, some some different iteration of the band's been around. Um, Jeff and I uh, went to high school together, so I don't know what you call that. We made music, the same songs, but they did not sound nearly as put together. <laughs> so we didn't quite have the uh, the talent. That we have now and i'm not sure it's all there yet but we're getting there
4: no i totally get it i am actually in a band with people who i went to high school with too and i i, I get it 100 <laughs> percent um but that's really cool honestly that um bands can stick together after high school you know i th- that's always pretty cool to me and uh but you mentioned um Iterations beforehand. Uh, so how did you meet the rest of the members? Uh, was it just you all just came together or did it happen over time? Uh, so
5: Kamal and I went to high school together. We've been writing songs for ages, really, from since, since we got out of high school. And, um, you know, we, every time we'd meet each other up, we'd be like, man, we got, how great would these songs sound if we got a full band together? So, um, you know, I think we consider ourselves almost songwriters more than we do musicians, actually. Uh, so we had a, we've had a batch of songs for a while. And then you know, life kind of got in the way. We got married. We had kids. All that stuff. And then um, we got to a point like we got to do this, you know. And we uh, we started to put a, uh, a band together and. Chris walked through the door at an audition, and you know I knew right away when he started banging those things like John Bonham. I was like, this is the guy, totally. Um, we had a few uh, drummers before uh, audition before him, and it just like didn't didn't work. But you know we, we were like a rock band, so we you know we want to we want to hit it hard, right. and so he hits it hard, and um, so that was that was the core trio, and then these guys came along afterwards, and. Um, filled out the sound you know we got two great guys here: yeah, bass player and keyboard player oh, and you sure. know we got the full sound because this is this is the the sound we imagine we actually imagine the sound maybe with one more guitar player to be honest with you and that would be the full sound that Kamal and i've had in our heads for a long long time no actually
4: interesting very interesting so are you still looking for another guitar player or is this just like you guys are set with the five for now
1: uh we're actually we're looking now i think we're going to start uh auditioning people. We've kind of just been rolling along, doing it like this. And we're like, all right, now we're in a groove. We're locked in. Let's get that uh, that other person there. Because I, I really think that um, the interplay between the two guitars is a, a big thing. So I, I'd like to bring that into the band now.
4: Well, you heard it here possibly first. Uh, if you're a guitarist who's interested in joining 21 Grams More, uh, now you know. Uh, if you
5: play slide or steel, <laughs> pedal, that's that's definitely a plus, because that's the sound we're looking for, and I can't do that. And thank you very much. And you have to be better than me. Thank you. I'm actually in a band with a guy who plays slide.
4: Nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'll let him, I'll let him, I'll let him know. <laughs> but uh, on that topic, where where are you guys from? Where, where, are, you, uh, where are you based out of? Uh, we're
1: from the South Shore, Massachusetts. Um, Jeff and I both grew up in Randolph. Um, Steve actually is a random
2: guy, South too, actually, yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm from
1: South Boston. Okay. South Boston. I'm a transplant. I've been uh, in Everywhere. on the East Coast now only for about two and a half years. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm new here. I'm still trying to figure things out.
4: Yeah, how is that fall weather for you? Um, I mean, you're probably used to it after two years, but
5: I'm totally used to it. And <laughs> I've, the, the, the places I've been from and stuff, this is nothing so far. So we're, we're all good. Oh, I guess that's <laughs> good, then. He speaks...
4: <laughs> Uh, I'm actually I'm from South Shore, Massachusetts myself. I'm from Hingham. Okay. I j- I go to school in the area, hence the oh, Friars yeah. oh, sweatshirt. We
0: live in Pembroke.
4: Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: I live in yeah. Hull. Hull, yeah.
4: You live in Hull. That's great. Do you know the C note? Absolutely.
1: Um, I
4: love the C note. Yeah. yeah. They they reopened back in oh, August. Like yeah. They were, close, but they, were. they were they were closed for about a year and it was terrible. <laughs> saying Brent can
5: get us a gig there. Is that what you're trying to say?
4: <laughs> hey, I I I got the ins and outs at that place. Uh, it's one of my favorite venues, so <laughs> yeah, let me know. But um, so I was uh, doing whatever a good interviewer does. I was stalking your Instagram account earlier, um, and I noticed that uh, you were playing places uh, even in 2020 with oh, live stream performances at Midway Cafe. Uh, so you know, obviously the pandemic hit us all pretty hard, and that's a question that I'm gonna have to ask bands forever now, I guess. But um. How did you guys make the most of it? Because I know a lot of bands f- completely folded during that time because they were so used to just the endless rush of playing gigs. And then once they couldn't do that anymore, it kind of just killed their momentum and their motivation. So what did you guys do to make sure that, that didn't happen to you?
1: Um, well, we did. We actually had a, another guitar player back then when it first started, and we did lose him the same thing. He, he just kind of... You have to be all in when something like that happens. Either all in or or you just... Guy waiting, so um, took the time and we re- kind of recorded um, an EP, put it together. Um, you know, I would hit up guys and say, "Hey, hey Brent, here's a po- here's a uh, a song I wrote. Can you lay down a bass track for me at home?" And he would. And Jeff was just learning learning to use the recording software, so I made him come over. We both lived. Neither of us got COVID that time. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, the whole band got COVID. It's another, another story. story. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so we, we got some recording down, um, so and I think it came out pretty good, I, I'm pretty happy with it, it's a good example of our sound, but I still look at it like demos, those songs that um, we still, when we play them, we bring them to life, we like to add to them, still grow in every single song we recorded then.
5: Also, yeah, Kamal and I did a couple of gigs, just he and I, just to kind of keep the ball rolling. We did we did a, a duo thing at the Midway, and we did a live podcast, uh, live stream from my house. And um, just, just you know, like you said, just to keep it rolling so, you know, you don't the rust doesn't creep up on you, and you just keep it going. And, you know, I have to credit this guy right here. You know, he never loses the faith. He's always, he's the coach of the band. You know, he's like, he's rallying the troops all the time. So we, we made it through that thanks to his spirit, really.
4: That's great. That's great that you guys were able to keep the flame alive. And on the topic of recording, actually, uh, I wrote down uh, some stuff about uh, what I could find about your discography. So I saw that you have an album called Soul Has Weight and an EP called Wine and Water and the demo EP. Uh, so is there is there any other music that people should know about?
1: Well, I, I think that mu- those must all be the same things and it must just be how maybe um, SoundCloud broke it up in a weird way or something. Okay. Um, because Soul Has Weight is the name of the EP. Oh, okay. Um, well, uh, what was the other? I'm sorry. I don't remember the other one. Uh, said Wine I saw Water. something
4: on your website called Wine on Water.
1: Okay. Wine from Water is um, actually the song we opened with tonight okay. That um, that's on the EP. And then um, that's actually probably the song that Jeff and I had the longest to, though. Um, and then, the well, I get the last question, the last part of the question. But anyways, yeah, it's all the same thing. It, it broke up.
4: Yeah. Yeah. No, you pretty much answered yeah. it. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, but um, I also noticed on your website that you have a lot of really good reviews from a lot of uh, publications in the area and um, I was just wondering uh, what do you guys do uh, how have you garnered such a reputation or how have you garnered this publicity that that you seem to have
5: well honestly right now I think there's, there is a niche for this kind of music you know this blues based kind of rock um, 20 years ago you can go and see this kind of stuff anywhere but I think right now uh, if you're looking for a band, you know, influenced by Stones, Black Crows, early Aerosmith, that kind of, you know, rock music, it's it's kind of hard to go out and find that. Really, uh, the rock music today is kind of, in my opinion, well, due respect, kind of watered down. So, if you want to get, you know, this this kind of kick-ass blues-based rock and roll, um, you know, you come to us. And there's a few other bands who do it, but so I think we're lucky enough to maybe we'll find a niche where, you know, this music might um, find a, a new audience again and appreciation. You know, um, so it, I'm sure you can hear all that stuff in our music. You know, that's that's kind of what we do. You know, we don't really, we kind of play to our strengths. You know, we love all, all of us love. You know, I mean, we listen to every kind of music, but you know, we we know we know the kind of music we can make and we, the kind of music we can play and what we're good at. And I think that's you know, when people hear that or we get the good reviews, it's like, oh man, yeah, this is good. I haven't heard this kind of music in a while, and, and these guys, these guys can kick it out.
2: Uh, and and also, I think chemistry is a big part of it too. Um,
5: Kamal, Jeff,
2: and I went through a few bass players, and then Brent, actually, I think I stepped out for a bit and came back, and Brent was there, and, um, it kind of just pulled everything together. I mean, I, I think Brent really made the band a solid unit. It was missing that piece, and then Steve just was dicing on the cake, you know what I mean? So, um... I think it's chemistry. I think we keep it simple. And um, great songwriting. That's why I'm in this band, is this guy writes great songs. So doesn't Jeff and Steve. They really do.
4: Yeah, no, you guys definitely have really great uh, like craftsmanship with a lot of the songs. And I mean, even the rendition you did of the Bob Dylan song you did towards the end, you know, like that was, it was just massive. You know, it actually, funny enough, I thought it sounded kind of like a, a tune by the band. <laughs> I, I, it had it had that kind of vibe. Enough of it. because they covered it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there, so you got good instincts. Go. <laughs> um, and uh, I know we were talking about this earlier, but um, just about your name too. Twenty one grams more. Uh, what does what does it mean?
5: Take it away.
1: So twenty one grams more is a reference to the fact that um, in the early part of the nineteenth uh, 19th century, 19th century, so that'd be the twentieth century, nineteen oh eight. Um, uh, some uh, doctor did a study actually a Massachusetts doctor from Haverhill he uh, suspected that humans had souls and that souls had weight so he did um, studies and there was some uh, questionable ethics there but he would measure people as they were dying basically take weight of them and whether he had permission to use them or not Yeah, a little iffy right? <laughs> yeah. whether he should have been yeah. with those people but yeah um, and he found a couple times and he came up with a number 21 grams that the soul weighed 21 grams, and that that's what everybody was losing when they were dying. Later studies came along and said, no, that's ridiculous. but it, we liked it I like the name because it just it was a thing for more soulful, something that has even more soul. So that's a uh, that's kind of where it went where it came from. Everybody seems to think it's a drug reference. <laughs> I just like the mysterious nature of it no matter what it is. <laughs> figure at some point we're going to get around to like every band. It means whatever it means to you, man. <laughs> when you
5: die, you lose 21 grams. Right? You can count on it. And if you need 21 grams. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Of what? <laughs>
4: well, for anyone who's confused, you now have the right. answer. That's it. There you go. Because I myself was wondering uh, walking into this interview. Yeah. So, yeah. definitely a useful question to ask. But, um,. So, just going back to the topic of modern-day rock and modern-day blues, because, there, you know, I mean, depending on where you look, you, know, you, you have bands like Greta Van Fleet, uh, and you have people like like Kingfish, who are keeping it alive, but there, there's not a whole lot of that stuff in the mainstream, necessarily, maybe with the exception of Greta Van Fleet. But uh, who are some of your influences? Uh, who, who pushes you uh, to make this kind of music nowadays?
1: As far as... Nowadays, the the modern bands, I mean, the bands that are are still playing aren't necessarily modern bands. I mean, a a lot of my influences started out with, you know, Stevie Wonder and uh, The Meters. I I grew up, my dad was a radio announcer, or still is a jazz radio announcer. So, and I I grew up with a lot of jazz and a lot of, like, blues around the house. And then on his time off, if he was going to listen to music, it was still, like, old soul records. So when I got into modern rock and roll, it was, the connection was where the music kind of met, where I could hear the similarities with the blues and stuff. So for me, the bands that influence me now, I mean, again, they're not modern, I could say the Black Crows is a huge influence, but you know, they've been around for 30 years. So um, bands like the Black Crows, uh, Lenny Kravitz, the Rolling Stones, all of those, you know, I think are a, a good example of what where our ideas are I try not to you know necessarily garner ideas from them as much as go back like I'll find out who they were listening to who did, oh, so I like their sound so who do they listen to and what gave them those ideas and you know bring that into you know into our music you know start from the real source
5: yeah. well rock and roll is definitely not in the mainstream anymore so i mean you know, when we grew up the rock and roll was like you know the number one music now it's country it's hip hop and it's uh, r&b and Uh, Emo, if if you, you know, I don't classify emo as rock and roll, so, um, but, um, you know, as far as modern day music, yeah, there's not a lot to find out there. So, but it's kind of cool, too, because, you know, rock and roll is back kind of like on the underground. You know, so there's plenty of people playing rock and roll. Um, the last band that you know kind of blew my mind was probably the White Stripes, Arctic Monkeys, like that. That's a while back now, right? And that's rock and roll to me. But you know, uh, yeah, we're influenced by all the all the bands that Kamal said. Like I said, we all listen to every kind of music. We appreciate all kinds of music. But this band kind of converges. Right on, like he said, like, you know, the black crows, stones, you know, obviously Beatles are the gods of everything. And um, you know, Stevie <laughs> Wonder, all that kind of stuff kind of mixed into the pot. Uh, but yeah, rock and roll is at a point where it's 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 um it's it's not dead, but it's 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 it's, it's let's face it, it's it's taking a little bit of a, a little a bit of a nap. And, and it's kind of a it's kind of a underground music again, which which is exciting. It's kinda of down there doing the thing and it'll rise again for sure. Anybody want to say? Anything?
0: Yeah, I, w- I want to talk about that a little bit. So my son's band, uh, they're young, they're uh, 17, 18, right around that age, and they are doing rock and roll. And they're doing kind of an old school sound. And I-, I really like that, and i like to see that coming back. And we're trying to keep that going, and we're trying to get that sound going. It's a very much a classic sound. And that's really what we're after and what we're about.
2: As far as influences, for me, for drummers, obviously, the only drummer that ever existed is John Bonham. Um, but I'm a my big, favorite. yeah, <laughs> <Dwight> and um, <laughs> Stuart Copeland. Stuart <laughs> Copeland, oh, the, Please, the Please yeah. is one yeah. of my favorite bands. Yeah, he's great. Uh, but what I try to do with these guys, because they definitely have the rock blues edge to it, and and I try to do that, but I also try to put a little funk or a little kick into it. And that's why I think me and Brent really lock in so much I mean I'm a big Bruno Mars fan oh cool and um, his band is like one of the tightest awesome. bands I have ever seen in my life and it's not a big band um, so I try to bring a little of the funk in a little of the rock in and uh, mix it all up and I think I think we got a good sound good feel good groove no absolutely for sure
1: as a child of the 70s I also grew up a lot on uh, Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem um, Animal, one of my favorite drummers, um, big fan, um, yeah, just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like a drummer who screams his name while he's playing, right. it's very important. Right. It's, it's brand recognition, you
5: gotta know. Well, he's, he, that character is based on Keith Moon, for sure. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think you gotta mention the Foo Fighters, too. They're kinda keeping it going. Yeah, they're great. They um, Taylor Hawkins, man, he's one of the best out there. It's
4: interesting. The Foo Fighters, especially interesting because you know, they started out kind of like as they still had the grunge vibes that Nirvana had, but they definitely they took on a more rock and roll sound as they went, yeah. and like they still had their kind of more like punk roots. But you know, they're playing like three hour concerts and like at like Wembley and stuff like that, yeah. and I think I think that's pretty cool because I, I have so many friends who aside from the Foo Fighters, probably wouldn't know anything about rock. And then you, they, they, they hear the Foo Fighters mention, like, oh my gosh, I love the Foo Fighters. Yeah. So it's cool that bands like them do that, you know, and you know, when you mention the White Stripes, yeah. like, that's yeah. definitely and It's cool so that relevant. those guys are,
5: like, 50 years old and kids <laughs> still know who they are, you know? I yeah. mean, they don't even think about that, but they are. They're older yeah. than us. And, um, you know, in uh some But yeah, to, well, some of us. I wasn't going to say that, Chris. I <laughs> wasn't going to say that. But yeah, you know, and Jack White, and all those guys, you know, Gary Clark's out there kicking ass right now, too. He's oh yeah, he's another guy who's keeping the blues alive. Very few people doing that. No. So, um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's all it, it goes in waves, you know. It, uh, rock will rock will rise again, like the phoenix, and you know, and blues is always going to be there where it should be, and um, you know, that's the kind of music we make. I mean, it's the kind of music that that kind of gets us off, so to speak. You know, I'm like, I can't. I love all kinds of music, but the only kind of music I get off playing on stage, like I feel it, is the kind of music we play. You know, I could play covers all night and have a ball, but the only time I really get off, like, I get, like, a natural high is when I make the kind of music we're making.
4: I mean, I guess that's what we always look for as musicians, right?
5: Right, exactly. Right, a-
4: yeah. And uh, you mentioned Bruno Mars. Uh, thoughts on Silk Sonic? None. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, it was a band that he just did with uh, Anderson Pack.
2: Oh, yes, yes, I'm sorry. I do know them. I, I-, I love the song. It's a great song.
4: Yeah, no, they just came up with an album and all these kids yeah. in my school are freaking out about it. So yeah, I figured album. I'd ask. Yeah. Yeah, very it's very good, honestly. And that's I mean that's more of an R and B thing first. really at the end of the day. But that,
2: that's a good point because Bruno Mars, like he collaborated with um, on Uptown Funk with um what's his not what's his uh, name? Mark Bronson. B- Mark Bronson. And um, now he's collaborating with these guys and he's one of the biggest most successful songwriters right now. And and that's that's kinda how we work. I love we it. collaborate. Yeah, I that's mean, and if you watch the, the you know the breakout video they had with that album, hmm. he's not hardly in it, and and he's he's the name, and, and I and I think it's about the music, and I think that's what this band yeah. accomplishes. Is we're more interested in the sound. There's no, this is probably the only band I've ever been in with. There's no egos, you know. That's
5: good. Yeah, and, well, you know. know, the song is what matters, you know, yep. yeah. like I'll happily play two notes for the whole song as long as the song is good, you know, I mean, if you have that philosophy where the song is the boss, really, mm-hmm. right, you, you serve the song. You know, and I, I miss bands like that, you know, where you just do what the song, like, you know, Palma you know, Palma, they step back for London Rigby. They stepped back for yesterday, you know. They didn't need to be on it, like, because it didn't serve the song, you know. So it's all about the song. The only thing that's going to survive is the song. You know, think about all the bands. It's just, it's all about the song. And if you don't, if you don't realize that that's your master, then I don't know, you know, then it's not the kind of band I want to be in.
4: Uh, that's very wise. Uh, so I think I have time for probably uh, one more, like, decent question. Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> um, what kind of bass <laughs>
4: okay mm. alright so uh, I will say uh, where where can people like look you up uh, what's what's the best social media site to check you guys out on
1: uh, right now I'd say the most information is on uh, Facebook All my We're at. (laughs) Well, you can look me up on there, but that's something totally different. Hopefully, (laughs) no one heard that. The Facebook probably has the most information. Um, I'd like to push our uh, YouTube. They're all at 21 Grams More, except for the, the YouTube. You just have to search for us because it goes by numbers or something. You need. Like a hundred fans or something before you can even register a name. But everything right. else, we're on Instagram. We're at Twenty One Grams More. We're on Twitter at Twenty One Grams More. We're on Spotify. Facebook at Twenty. Spotify, all, all of them. Amazon. Yeah. That,
5: oh, yep. Alexa. Yeah. yeah. Alexa. Alexa, play Twenty One Grams More. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Music of the future. You just, that? You just turned on. It's all there. Alexa, stop. <laughs> Alexa, play Wine from Water. <laughs>
4: Well, all right, well, uh, I believe that's all the time that we have tonight. Um, So if you like what you heard today, uh, definitely check them out at the sites that they mentioned. Uh, And you can go back on Facebook and watch uh, the performance again at your own leisure Uh, and this interview, too. So uh, definitely uh, like that video and comment on it. Uh, You know, good things only, obviously. Um, But thank you for tuning in. And uh, shout-out to R1 Karting and Trinity Beer Beer Garden, I believe, uh, for sponsoring this video, or this live stream, I should say. And uh, 21 Grams More, thank you for being here tonight. Thank you. Thank you.
3: Uh,
4: my name is Jack, and uh, follow Motif Mag on Instagram uh, for more between, between the Notes. Have a good night.
0: This has been Motifs Between the Notes. We would like to take a moment to once more thank the sponsors for this episode, The Parlor, R1 Entertainment, and the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden. And thank you for listening.